0: Welcome to the Hotter on Top Podcast, hosted by me, Becca Kavanaugh. This podcast is the place where I share with you the behind the scenes of building an online service-based business without the hustle. I went from working multiple jobs, hustling 12 hours a day, you name it, I have been there to channeling my genius into a potent business that gives me the freedom and flexibility to work whenever and however the fuck I want. Now I am here to help you sell out your services without losing your sanity or yourself by using belief work and sustainable strategies so you can build a business that supports your dream life. Think of this podcast as your dose of deep business and personal development that will give you the juice and confidence you need to start taking audacious action on your desires right now. So if you're ready to feel hot and on top, then let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. As always, we are now halfway through January, which is pretty crazy. I feel like January is one of those months that either goes by really fast or really slow, depending on your mindset, I guess. (laughs) And this month. Normally people say that January goes by so slow and I feel like this is the first year that I'm actually feeling it and like all the months prior and like after go by so fast. But you know what? January is a great month. I love January. Y'all know I love a fresh start. And a lot of this podcast today that I and this concept that I want to share with you has really come from my goals, my New Year's resolutions, how I'm showing up in the new year, how I'm remaining committed to my goals and I've actually gained a lot of insight as to probably why I haven't been able to stick to things in the past. And I wanted to share those reflections with you today, as well as thinking about different ways you can start to bring more opportunities into your life, bring more of the energy that you want to see into your life, and being able to make a commitment going forward on your goals with some of these mindset changes. So I have noticed that, so when it comes to working out and things, and I shared this on Instagram, I'm not sure if I shared it here, but bear with me if you've already heard it. If you have not, then this is perfect. But I had noticed that when I was starting to work out again, when I was starting to eat consistently, these are things that I've struggled with on consistency-wise. I feel like this is like the third or fourth year in a row that I've been like, I'm going to have a consistent workout routine. I'm going to have a consistent eating routine. And I can proudly say for the past 18 days, we are now on, you know, when I'm recording this podcast is the 18th of January. And I've actually remained committed. Interesting. And I contribute this almost directly to my thoughts. So about three days in, (laughs) three or four days in, I was starting to have thoughts. I was starting to not be as committed. I was starting to see myself kind of, you know, pull back a little bit, not be as energized, right? Four or five days in. And if you feel this pattern, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. And instead of judging myself or kind of falling down the rabbit hole, what I decided to do instead was like, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to bring awareness to my thoughts around this. And a lot of my thoughts that came up were essentially that you're not going to stick with it, so why invest all this time? And that was kind of the root thought that I was struggling with. And what I discovered was that I was putting so much mental energy and so much pressure for things to look and feel ideal instead of completely showing up in a way that was messy or not essentially ideal. Another example of this had come from eating. So I personally I have a lot of preferences around eating. I'm not a dairy girl, I don't I don't drink dairy. I don't do a lot of dairy um, and that comes down to essentially that I've decided like yogurt and ice cream, but I'll have cheese, you know, I don't know. I don't make the rules. I mean I do, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> They're just certain things. And so <laughs> things that I knew, um, also another thing that I stopped eating was eggs. And as we know that these can be a little bit more high in protein. Now, again, these are not allergies or anything like that. I These are just preferences that I've created over the years, right? And so, but on the other hand, I wasn't willing to invest the mental energy it took to like create new meals or to learn a new meal that I could have that's like high in protein and hits the nutrient denseness that I wanted to hit, right? So what did I do? I was like, okay, I'm gonna start doing this, even though it's not ideal. So that means I started eating eggs in the morning. That means I started having like protein yogurt in the morning, um, things like that, because breakfast was kind of the meal that I struggled with the most um, with eating, and. I decided though that like, okay, I am putting these unnecessary limitations on myself. I don't have an allergy to these things. These are just preferences. I can't not eat these things. It's not that I don't enjoy eating these things. This is simply just a preference. And because of this limitation, I have now convinced myself that I should not eat breakfast because I just don't know what to eat. So I have two options. I either eat the um, breakfast that I know to make that it's nutrient dense, that has the eggs, that has the, you know, dairy and everything like that. Or I can do the research to find something protein dense that hits the boxes and you know is kind of my preferred food list, right? And I think what has kept me in this cycle was that I wasn't willing to commit the mental energy, and I still am not. <laughs> Let's be honest. But here's the thing: so I decided to go the route that was least ideal to bring in that consistency you know i decided like okay i just need to start eating breakfast that's my first step for me and i need to make this as simple as possible for me i need to not have to think about it so much and i need to just get in the habit of it first And that's what I decided to do. And so, yes, your girl's eating eggs in the morning and she's eating protein yogurt in the morning that's full of dairy, but, and it's not ideal, but it's getting me in the habit of doing so. So I share all of this story five minutes into the podcast because today we're talking about opportunities and kind of making or um, curating your own opportunities and something that I find um interesting that's been an affirmation going on around TikTok is like the lucky girl syndrome. And for me, like I like that information. Don't get me wrong. I love that feeling of positivity. However, at the same time, I don't believe that luck has much to do with it. You know, like luck to me, when it comes to opportunities, now I'm gonna share, I'm gonna share some woo-woo stories with you, right? In this episode, but It was because I decided to put my intention out there. It's that I decided to put myself out there and take the necessary actions in order to meet the opportunities that I wanted to see. And even when I was not in the most ideal states or took on the most ideal circumstances, right? So again, going back to the habit of eating, I was like, I just need to get in the habit of eating three meals a day and breakfast is the one I struggle with. And this is what I know will bring me like protein dense, you know, nutrient dense breakfast. And that's what I need to do for now can I research and can I learn along the way? Absolutely. I can learn new foods that are, or new meals that are on my preferred food list, right? But for right now, I have no allergy. I'm putting these unnecessary expectations and limitations on myself. And therefore I'm missing the opportunity of creating, you know, a fitness routine, a healthy eating or a consistent eating routine, you know, I'm missing that opportunity just because it's not in the most ideal circumstance. And so where are you waiting for things to be ideal or aligned or any of things like that in order to make a move? Where are you putting unnecessary limitations on yourself in order to get the thing that you want in order to quote unquote, create the opportunity in order to get lucky? Where are you putting these unnecessary expectations? I, and this, let me tell you, this is is about being real with yourself. Okay. This is like getting in the nitty gritty of the reflection piece. You know, my whole thing on how I was able to kind of uncover this was because I sat down with my thoughts. I brought awareness to my thoughts with no judgment. And my thought was like, you're not going to remain consistent. You're making it too hard on yourself. This is all too hard. And so then I was able to kind of meet myself in the middle and go, okay, well, how can we make it easy? How can we stick to a consistent schedule? How can we show up for ourselves? And partially, it was my mindset wanting everything to be perfect or ideal in order to continue making it a habit. But the thing about having a habit or creating an opportunity or, you know, getting the results that you want to see, it's about being willing to do it imperfectly along the way. And so, let me share a little bit of like, a woo-woo story, because I know I just kind of talked about the lucky girl syndrome. And um, let me talk a little bit more about this. So for example, on around creating opportunities, I think it's really important to set an intention and then follow through with that intention, even if things are not ideal. And where are you keeping yourself away from potential opportunities just because you're not willing to kind of meet yourself in the middle? So for example, um, back in the day, I I can't remember if I've told this story before, but back in the day when we were looking for apartments, oh my goodness, this was like almost five years now or four years now, crazy, time flies so fast. So when we were first looking for our apartment, right, um, my boyfriend and I were moving out the first time together, it was really exciting, Um, we were going to be living together and it was just super exciting. And we kind of had the mindset of like, okay, it's probably not going to be the most ideal apartment. Like whose apartment is going to be the most ideal, right? And we had the location that we wanted to be in and all these things, right? And so I (laughs) kind of fell into the networking of the town. And this is how I did it, was that this town that I wanted to be a part of and that I wanted to live in, they would have little events here and there. This is about putting yourself in front of opportunities, right? So what I did was that I went and networked with certain people. Now, these people I kind of knew a little bit in the community already. I had been working at the coffee shop. I had been, you know, kind of kind of getting to know people and everything like that. Right. And so one of my friends or one of the people that I know that lives in town, I knew that she lived in town and she tells me one day, she's like, you should come to Trivia Night. The coffee shop has Trivia Night every Thursday. You should come. Now, I don't particularly like Trivia. And I don't really know what to do. I also didn't feel super close with these people either, right? And I was just like, "Mm, I don't really know. And that night, I swear to God, I was just not feeling it. I was convincing myself over and over and over again. Like, I am not going. I'm not going. I like took a nap up until and I was like, I'm not going. I think I was like a good 30 to 40 minutes late to this thing. (laughs) and i like full fully intention not going right i was like i'm not going i'm not going at the last minute i'm like no i should go i should go i should go mingle i should go have fun you know whatever not really having the intention of anything except for just wanting to be in the community wanting to hang out with new people wanting to curate relationships right so I go drive out the 20 minutes to get to the, <laughs> to get to trivia night. I get there, I sit down with my friends. And they're telling me about how oh yeah, my neighbor just mo- is moving out. And I'm like, ding ding ding. Um, who's your neighbor? Where do you live? What does your apartment look like? I'm over here hounding them with questions, right? They're like, "Oh yeah, You should come over to our apartment and see what it looks like. I was able to see their apartment. They're like, Yeah, all the apartments look like this. I was able to see all the things that was going on. And I was like, this is perfect. So when I reached out, I was like, Who's your landlord? Right? Reach out to the landlord. And I'm like, hey, I know that this property is gonna be available soon. I want in. Now here's the thing. If I did not go to this trivia night, I know in my heart of hearts, we would have never gotten the apartment that we did. And the irony of it is that we didn't even get the original apartment that we sought out. We got a better one. (laughs) Okay. We got a better one. And what's so interesting is that we didn't get that apartment, but because I was like basically annoying my landlord (laughs) at the time. (laughs) And I met him and all the things, he was like, hey, we have another place available. Would you want to check it out? And that's how we basically, bada bing, bada boom, got our apartment, right? And we have lived here for the past four years, like I said. And I truly believe that in that original apartment that we originally sought out, I don't think it would have worked out for us in the long term. I think we wanna, would have wanted to move out a lot sooner and we probably wouldn't have stayed there for very long. So it behooved us to actually get the apartment that we did get because we've been able to stay here for a long time and we've been very, very, very happy here. and you know, I kind of had to take out the mindset of like that. It needed to be perfect, that I needed to be perfectly shown up to go to this trivia night that I needed to, you know, I wasn't even feeling it. I didn't even want to go. And I went anyway. And it's kind of funny. This is how I also met my partner was that I was burned on dating apps. I didn't want to go on dates. I was so fucking, I cannot explain to you how fucking done I was with the dating apps. And I did not want to go on the date with my my now partner that we've been together for almost five years now. Um, I didn't want to go. And I fully convinced myself right before that I was going to cancel, that I wasn't going to show up. And But I did. And I followed through. And I'm so fucking glad I did. And again, these are all just examples I want to give you around you can still get the opportunity that you want to see without being in your most ideal, aligned state. And really what I want you to think about is what areas of your life are you waiting to be perfect before you take action? Are you waiting to feel good before you take action? And in a lot of ways, what if that was just repackaged perfectionism? What if you wanting to be in your most aligned, woo, feel good state in order to quote unquote meet. I don't even want to say create. I want to say meet opportunities. Cause I believe that the opportunities are always right in front of you. They're always right in front of you. It's just, they're waiting. The opportunities are just waiting. They're circling back They're They're coming, you know, <laughs> they're, they're just waiting for you to come meet them and they don't care. Just like how my date didn't care. Just like how my friends didn't care. There's like how, you know, all these scenarios, the people didn't care if I was the most perfect, happy, joyous version of myself. They just cared that I showed up. They just cared that I was there and that I was at the right place at the right time, so to speak. But was I really? I believe that the opportunities were always, always there for me. It was just, was I willing to meet them where they were there? Or was I going to let them pass them by because I didn't feel the most perfect to show up? (laughs) You know, I didn't feel the most aligned and high vibe, you know? So ultimately with this podcast episode, I want you to reflect, where am I trying to fit myself into a perfect repackaged perfectionism box? where am I putting unnecessary limitations on myself? And how is that holding me back from the results that I want to see in my business, in my life, on my health journey, right? In every area of your life, how can you start to be a little bit more conscious of being messy? And how can you still show up and when it's not perfect. I really, if you haven't listened already, I really want you to listen to the commitment podcast episode that I have on here. Um, I'll link it down in the show notes for you so you can find it, but how to really commit to yourself. And that is what I'm really showing up to in this version of my business and my life is my word I think for 2023 is commitment that's all it is because i truly believe that's what it takes i don't need to be perfect i don't need to be high vibe i don't need to pretend to be who i'm not i don't need to pretend that i'm having a good time <laughs> when i'm not you know but i still do need to show up because it's the commitment and promise that i make to myself and who am i hurting when i don't show up me i'm just hurting myself you know And the opportunities, I think, are always going to be there. But if I want them to come sooner, then I need to be willing to meet them, even in my most imperfect states. So I hope that this podcast episode resonated with you. I want you to really reflect on the thoughts that you're having around how to show up in your life. And again, where are you putting unnecessary limitations? And how can you release that in order to really create the habits that you want to have, So that way you can hit the goals that you want to this year and see the results that you want to see, right? And if building a business, creating demand, being sold out is on your list of goals for 2023, and you want to get there sooner, then I invite you to create your own opportunity, invest in a coach. And if you are vibing with me and you want to work with me? I have spots available for one-on-one business coaching. So now is your time, and I invite you to continue to show up, even when it's imperfect, and hit that call button. Go schedule a sales call with me, even if you don't feel like it's perfect or if it's the perfect time or any of those things. I want you to still show up for yourself. And part of taking that step is making that first move, even when it feels scary, even when you're unsure and finding that clarity along the way and being able to meet the opportunities that are always and have always been right in front of you. So thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast, please share it with someone, especially your business building besties that would love to hear an episode like this. Thank you so much for listening. And I will chat with you next week. if you are serious about making more money in your business without the hustle, then you better get on my email list. Sign up now with the link in the show notes to receive two exclusive trainings on client attraction that will help you sign your dreamiest clients fast. If you're ready to go the next level, you can learn how to work with me by going to my website, www.bekkajoekavanagh.com. Thank you so much for listening and we will chat next week.